I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Boy, oh boy, I'm excited for today, Mr. Francis Bull. You're just excited because you want to get as many tips as you can about how to evade the forensic police detectives, how you can cover up your next murder, aren't you? No, I'm not. Firstly, firstly, out of all, and the the listeners, you private partners will agree, if anyone's going to commit a murder out of me and you, it'll be you. It's just because I'm more capable of it. (laughs) It's not because you're more capable. It's not because you can jujitsu them or armbar them or 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 choke them out easier than me. Well, if I I wanted to kill someone, it would be much uh, less messy than... Your Why would mine be messy? Because you'd have to use some sort of weapon. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use it. I, 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 I wouldn't. Str- you're saying you would strang. If you were gonna, if you were gonna murder someone, you'd strangle them. Uh, if I was gonna murder someone, I'd, I would strangle them. Yeah. Really, I just think that's too much handprints and everything. Struggle, everything. Like that. You don't. Ch- you don't strangle someone with your hands. No, with your arm. With your arm. But, they, no, but no handprints. No, no fingerprints. Struggle. They'll struggle with your arm. No, they, str- they won't. <laughs> no, they won't. No, they won't even no. make a sound. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> As you can might have guessed, we're very excited for the podcast. I'm a huge fan of the Red Handed podcast. If you haven't listened to the lovely ladies, it's a true crime podcast. They're so good. They, it is really good. They're so it's, good. They are. They're, they're really good. They're really good. They're so good. I don't know what joke you're trying to make, but... Um... Do you know, it's quite worrying, actually, I think. Their job... You know, because mm-hmm. they're also it's, it's true crime. So, you know, they're potentially uncovering uh, or at least pointing their listeners into the direction of, uh, of of people who are still at large, murderers who are still at large. That's true. That's true. But it's only their opinion. It's it's a great it's a weekly it, podcast. It has, it has the makings of a scary movie, doesn't it? Yeah, which I love. I listened to it quite a lot. I didn't realize there are so many pretty sick people out there who. Uh, who do some weird things? Do you mean and that in like the uh, in, in like, like the, the surfer dude way? In like you know, sick, <laughs> sick people out there. God, so many sick people out there. But there are um, there are there, the podcast is freaking great. It's a true crime podcast. They do a weekly episode of a different crime and read about it and talk about it, and it's very interesting. Um, and I still think that if you and I were going to commit a murder, you would commit it first, hundred percent. Well, if we were going to both do it, I would well, do it. Would, I would bail. If we, if we, I would, I would bail out of doing the murder. You would follow through with it. You'd be like, "Come on, we got to do this. We're here yeah. now." And then you you'd force the minerals. Me. <laughs> I've got the minerals to commit murder. <laughs> I would the only, the only time I would uh, I would ever uh, and it wouldn't really be murder because it would be self defense right if someone was mm. trying to attack me or my family or um, yeah then you, you would know, go for then it. I, then I would you know then obviously I'm a you know what is if I'd, someone's trying to attack me would you would you then kill them well yes because you're like a poor defenseless little man aren't you? <laughs> poor defenseless little man <laughs> that image. <laughs> Right, all you private partners, this is a great episode. You're going to like this one. Remember to follow us on Instagram if you fancy at Private Podcast. Uh, email us, contact at Private Podcast. No, you're not, you're, not, you're not defenseless. 
I, my favorite thing about you is when we've moved on from the conversation, but you still you still go I back. I just felt at it. guilty, you know. I felt please, bad. I don't want to hurt your ego. If, please email us your pride. Please, sorry. Please email us some stories. Um, contact a private podcast. Actually, if you have an unsolved, uh, if you have an unsolved crime, yeah, get, let us know because we might, you know, we might turn this podcast into a a true crime podcast. <laughs> oh, that's actually a bit mean to say in the intro to the. Uh, hey, listen, actually, we can never it. do it as well as red-handed podcasts. No, we can. Let's leave this it is to a long professionals. intro. That's uh, yeah, it. All right, it's a long intro. Sorry, everyone. Get ready for the ladies podcast. and gentlemen. Your favourite true crime podcast, red-handed podcast. With? With. Me and you? Yeah, with us. (laughs) Enjoy, guys. So, uh, yeah, as I was... Welcome uh, back. (laughs) Welcome back. Um, well, you know, I just like people to feel welcome. I, mean, I was speaking to you guys, uh, saying welcome back, Hannah, Saruthi, welcome. Thank you so much for having us back. We're really excited to be here. You, so said, nice it like you, you said it so like, 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 like a murderer. That was like a murderer <laughs> would, would say it. Oh, thank you ever so much for your hospitality. <laughs> yeah. And Francis saying that as if he's captured you once before, and now he's just <laughs> saying to you, welcome back. It's to... that it's that ultimate horror, isn't it? When you escape the uh, killer's, I was going to say womb, I meant lair, uh, and then they capture you. Did you say back womb? And you wake up. I did say womb. I meant to say room. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're back in the dungeon, and he says, "Welcome back. I've missed yeah. you." I knew you'd come crawling back because I cut off your feet and hands. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's Good. Because I cut off your feet and hands. <laughs> so I've got spare ones. <laughs> That's true. Hannah has got spare ones. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and solid details of our lives on the podcast, the legends of the podcast world, the ladies from the Red Handed Podcast. Hannah's That's routine. us. How are you guys? <laughs> We're so good. Very How well. are you? Uh, I, I just listen. I'm gonna. You've been on the podcast before. Uh, we loved you guys, but I'm. I'm gonna tell you now. You, your podcast is. I, I listened to a few apps before, right? And I, I listened to a few. And you know, with podcasts, what happens? Well, with me, right, is that you listen to a few and then you move on to another one. You can't, unless mm-hmm. it's like a series. I am gripped by <laughs> you guys. Hooray! Yeah, yeah. Honestly. But I, I just, so I got so many questions. So how does it, how, how does it, if I sound like a huge fan, here we go, Francis. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Do you guys, do you guys write it before? So to all of the listeners, you if you haven't listened to our last podcast uh, with the girls on Private Parts, um, Red Handed Podcast is a true crime podcast and you read out true crime stories every single episode, but they're done in such a unique way. Do you write it out beforehand? Is that how it works? Yeah. So we take it in turns week on week to um, uh, to write out the story because it is a storytelling podcast at the end of the day. And like because it's murders and people are dead and important things happen, you can't really get that wrong. So you need the dates and the names and all of that written out, which is kind of how yeah. it started. Um, we've got better as we've gone on as writing in each other's voices, I think. But a hot tip insider info is if the person who says their name at the start of the show first is the one that wrote that episode. 
Uh, so do you ever accidentally incriminate people by mistake? No. <laughs> As in accuse them of murder. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure we have. Uh, there's a couple of episodes I can think where we've definitely got better at this. But in the early episodes, we would just be like, he did it. This guy did it. And then we had a bit of a scare where somebody uh, threatened us. <laughs> Do not, Ew, uh, really? do not say we who accused. <laughs> I won't. I won't say who it is because I literally can't say his name anymore because I'm scared of him. Oh, I know who it is. Because I am 100% convinced that he killed this person, this woman. Are you serious? And, then, and we just said it like all over the place. And then he just started tweeting at us, trying to infiltrate our Facebook, trying to infiltrate our Instagram, emailing us. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to kill us. Really? He also he definitely did off. do it. Though. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> did do it. Just... There is no way he didn't do it. Wait, wait, he did wait. it. He... Really? But he got away with it? Uh, yep. Yeah. So he he went to court for it and got away with it. Um, yeah. So because legally speaking, um, he's not guilty. You can't really say that he did it, even though... Yeah. Yes. So we've gotten better at that. So now we don't say he did it. Uh, he killed that person. We say off the podcast. Can you tell us which opinion. episode? Yeah, we can, we'll tell yes. you offline. We'll yeah. <laughs> or I'll say it now, and you guys just beep it out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll beep it out. We'll beep it out. So who is okay. it? Okay. Beep it all. <laughs> we'll just keep beeping out everything. So if you want to know what it is, you're gonna to have to search through all of the red-handed podcasts to find out what it is. Wait, okay, exactly. so, 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 Hannah, do you think there are a lot of cases that you that you read and investigate, and and because you in this, you guys are journalists, pretty, you're sort of detective journalists. Hey, so are we, Jamie? Yes, so are we. That's true. Yeah, sorry, put it, put us down there. But but you... we're all journalists, <laughs> but you guys are journalists. <laughs> I think we start, start have started to see ourselves in that way. Sort of increasingly as it's gone on, um, but and as we've got bigger, people will sort of reach out to us now and ask us to look into things. But like, we aren't detectives. Stop incriminating me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stop, Stop saying I killed that girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose we are journalists in a way. Storytellers, I think, is what we'll stick to because journalists get upset yes. when you pretend you're one. Exactly. Uh, exceptional storytellers, but you, you, you are also. I, I would, I, you know, I, I would kind of say you are sort because of, you, because you, you, you follow these amazing stories and write in a certain way, and you, you sort of document kind them. of private detectives. <laughs> That's what I would love to consider myself, to be honest. Because uh, no, I think the thing that Hannah was saying is like why we would love to be more of an investigative podcast one day. I think at the moment because. We don't actually leave our rooms. We don't actually like go and hit the trail with a magnifying glass. We don't like follow a lead in Havana. No, I'm just sat in my room eating like cheese toasties, watching documentaries (laughs) and then writing a script on it. Do you think it will get to that stage though where you actually have to go out on the road? Uh, We'd love to. We've got one case that we've been sitting on for years because it just feels really special. Um, But we don't know what we're going to do with it. But like at the moment... some plans... Maybe not necessarily with the podcast to do it that way, but maybe some like vlogumentaries next mm. year where we may COVID allowing <laughs> COVID allowing hit the road and follow some follow some trails. I love it. This I love that you both just go. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah, he definitely did it. So and, they, and the and the guys are sitting at home. All 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 women are sitting at home and just going. Uh, this sucks. I'm not so was he listening to your podcast? And Obviously. Like, what? <laughs> Somebody tipped him off. 
<laughs> Guys, you're implicating yourselves now. He's going to come after you also. Yeah. Oh, and you're much more famous than we are, so you're in bigger trouble. <laughs> Precisely. He's going to find you much more easily. Yeah, but I don't know, guys. I think you guys are pretty damn famous right now. And But I think that's a good sign that if... I think if you're... The more well-known you are, the less likely... All right, Jamie. You're... Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so... I thought you were about to say the more well-known you are, the better life <laughs> Everything is. gets. <laughs> better everything is. No, but the more well-known you are, the less likely you are to be murdered, I would think. Thoughts? What do you think about that? Uh, more likely to be well, assassinated, I, I'd argue. I guess statistically, that's that can only be true because fewer people are more well-known. This is known. true. Coming in with a hard I'd like to see the proportionate distribution of people being murdered. Well, I suppose maybe maybe people might not uh, want to make an attempt on someone who's well known because then it would get a lot of attention and scrutiny. Yeah, but isn't Unless that the they thrill love of attention. It? That's the That's thrill the of it, right? All right, That's Jamie. Come on. And I said to Hannah, you know, I don't want him Calm to down. actually murder us, but I wouldn't mind a little attempted murder because then who's headline news? The people who didn't get killed or very nearly got yeah. killed. Then the what? podcast, Wait, number one in the charts. Sorry, and then catapult us straight to the top. <laughs> That's my growth strategy for next year. Yeah. Get someone to attempt to murder us. All right. Well, we can attempt to murder you. Great. It's a deal. <laughs> Come up with a plan, guys. Because then, then we get some, some listeners too out of the whole, exactly. whole deal. Okay. We'll talk about this. We'll talk yeah. about it. If you, is there a case where you're going to murder someone, but then back out, but then get caught that you are thinking about murdering them? Is, is that, are you in trouble then? Yeah. It's What's actually... that in your hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a banana. <laughs> it's, 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 they're called thought crimes. So like the difference between a fantasy of killing someone and it being a conspiracy to commit murder, which is what you would um, be convicted of, is you have to do a, a real life action to take the fantasy into reality. So whether that's like buying some rope to tie them up with or a tie to strangle them with, that's a real life action. So that takes it out of fantasy into conspiracy. That's the difference. What, really? So that makes it more... That, so even if you're just like, you know, you, you, you're like, oh, I, I'm going to go get this rope. Yeah. So and then, but then they can prove that you, they say, oh, actually, but you also wanted to kill that person. So that rope was for them. Well, I mean, that's a bit tenuous. If they can prove it? that, if yeah. they, they can attempt to try and prove that, the standards are obviously going to be very difficult in a criminal court to prove that. But I think one of the cases that Hannah and I did that was quite similar to that, I don't know if you guys have listened to uh, the Cannibal Cop episode that we I did. I haven't. I, that one always pops up, but I find it t it's it's too scary a title for no me. One actually no gets one eaten. actually dies in that one. It's what? one of our only episodes where no one dies because Lame. the whole thing is exactly... <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. It's kind of exactly what you just asked though, Jamie. He basically fantasizes about killing and cannibalizing his wife and her various female friends. And he sits on the internet, he talks to a bunch of strangers about it. He makes blueprints, essentially, for this, uh, for the ovens he's going to build and all of this stuff. He buys rope. Does he make chloroform, things like this? Yeah, he bought then, stuff for, like, chemical, And then also um, had a list of women who were real women. And, and their addresses. And their addresses he was and a cop. sent them oh, to so all of his little He was going to plan on doing it. He was planning on doing it. But, but he, then when he was caught, he said, it was just a fantasy. It was just my kink. And all the planning was just part of my kink. So you can't punish me for that. Yeah, but then it's a slippery it. slope, isn't it? You he know? got off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got off on all of it. 100% he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Listen, if we've had thought crime sounds a bit odd, because I sometimes think that we all have weird thoughts in our head. So if someone got inside my head or your head or, or anyone's head, surely you'd be a bit like... They'd be like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. <laughs> the thing I find fascinating about you guys is that you, um, you're, you're sort of, you're quite confident uh, females. You're very confident, but also I would say that you're, you, you, you're not sort of the ones that would go out and like fight an attacker or things like that. But yet you love talking about true crimes. So you love crime because it almost scares you, but that's what you enjoy about it. Is that right, Anna? Would, is that right, Anna? I don't know. Yeah, I think the reason that true crime is such a female-based phenomenon in itself is that women are afraid all the time. So, um, and that's how we're taught to um, to live and to breathe and to exist. We're taught about this inevitable thing that you ha- we- it's the responsibility is on us to avoid getting raped, getting murdered by not wearing that or like not walking that way home or all of that. So like listening to true crime makes you feel like you are equipped for your inevitable death. <laughs> if you uh, understand it, you're, it's less well, anxiety inducing, I think. They say that um, the greatest fear of men is for a, a girl to laugh at them and the greatest fear of a woman is for a man to kill them. Yeah, that's Margaret Atwood. Yeah, yeah. she's right. Holy <laughs> shit, guys. We just said the most intelligent thing ever on the podcast. That is on <laughs> Margaret we Atwood. We said it. What do you yeah, mean Yeah, we? I said that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we said some intelligent things on this podcast. <laughs> Margaret At- Who's Margaret Atwood? She wrote Handmaid's Tale course she did yes yeah yeah <laughs> just testing you Sarita you did not get on that one so you, you had no clue about that idiot idiot drag me in with you Jamie <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a question so because you guys read so much about true crime so my girlfriend's sister she loves your podcast she loves true crime all that kind of stuff but actually it kind of started to scare her a little bit because what happened was is that she actually couldn't have a shower and put shampoo in her hair because she was so scared that someone she was going to take the shampoo and someone was going to be standing there. Or you, you, you look at different exits or doors, you think someone's here and there. Does that happen to you guys at all? Or because you're so aware of different people and how people sort of gait and the way they look and things like that? Creepingly, it does happen. I think when I spend a long time, especially with certain cases that are a bit more torture heavy, you know, it's not it's not out of the realms of normality. My biggest fear is being abducted and tortured to death, you know? And now, one of my things that I do after a particular case that we uh, researched where I was about this girl called Hannah Foster, who was just walking home from the train station. She's like hundreds of yards, just hundreds of yards from her home. And uh, it is dark, but she's like a teenager. She's been out drinking, but nothing crazy. Guy, there's a white van parked next to the road. So just off the road suddenly as she walks past it the doors of the white van open a man grabs her drags her into the white van and closes the door and just drives off and she is murdered and now 
I cannot walk past white vans. I can't walk past vans. I don't even walk too close to cars that are parked on the side of the road because I'm terrified that someone is just going to open it, grab me, drag me inside and drive off and put me in a torture dungeon. That's a real that, fear. Do you think that's like a, a um, the whole white van thing? Is it just because they're sort of nondescript and, and, and ubiquitous? There's so many of them. And uh, uh, we've uh, covered cases where the police have tried to track down a specific white van. It's almost impossible. It's almost really? impossible. It's so difficult. Um, Jamie, so, yeah. taking notes. Yeah, yeah sorry, I wasn't <laughs> taking notes. White van. Okay, Saruti is scared. I just grab her and put her into my torture dungeon. Torture dungeon is a horrific thing. That Hannah, do you have any of these things? Do you have, do you have a fear a of A torture dungeon. Vans? Yeah, do you have a torture dungeon? <laughs> do you have any of because these if you A white do, van or a torture if dungeon? If you do, yeah, my... What is it? My criminal mind? What is known of the dark thoughts? What's it called? <laughs> a you, thought crime. Yeah. My thought crime is really... <laughs> In here. <laughs> my illegal brain yeah. <laughs> do you not do you not have any any fear like white bands or something like that not really i wouldn't say there's been anything that's developed i'm no more scared of walking home on my own than i've ever been really but i will say what i have become a much more aware of recently because of something we've covered on the show is acid attacks like you oh, also yeah. is that your guard dog in the background? <laughs> That's Cerruti's dog. My dog's He's asleep. Losing his death. mind downstairs. What, what kind of dog is is he? He is a giant Labrador, as you can oh. hear from how fucking loud he is. I love that. Quiet. Wait, but acid attacks. So when the acid attacks were happening quite frequently in London, honestly, I became a. I, I was. I became obsessed. Where I was kept thinking, this is going to happen to me. This is going to happen to me. And I was so scared. Yeah, it was awful. It, honestly, it was all. It stayed there for about a month, maybe two months. It was after Francis, we got back from the south of France. Francis and I went and we were out in the south of France together. And I got back, and any single moped that came close to me or any loud noise, I would suddenly freak out. But, but, Annie, so you were saying that, so that's a big fear of yours from your stories that you've done. Yeah. It, I just think, because, and we talked about it when we covered it on the show, but like, I think we're sort of used to the idea of like getting stabbed and all of those things are like present in your mind. But the thought of someone throwing acid in your face yeah. is such a new idea, I think. Like it's just something I never really considered. Obviously, I it's knew so evil, it was there. It's so evil, actually. Yeah, yeah, and it's... It, so it is. Evil. So evil. It's actually almost even more evil than... Well, I mean, maybe not the murdering someone, but but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just so like... Ugh. I actually think it might be more evil than just murdering somebody. Yeah, um, yeah. because people then have like, to live with their their deformity. I mean, I guess like so much strength in people that come out of that and uh, you know find a way to cope with it. I don't know if I would be that strong. It's more the idea that that person who's doing it, the person who's trying to murder you, they're just trying to end your life for whatever reason that they're hoping to gain from that. For somebody who is throwing acid in your face. They are purposefully not trying to end your life. They purposefully want you to suffer yeah. in pain mm. and all of that agony for the rest of your life. It is a it's a level of like depravity that I think actually, it just in my opinion, transcends just straight. It's like life tor like torturing yeah. someone for their life. And it's having that power over them for the rest of their life as well, because every time they look in the mirror, they're going to be reminded of you. And that is something so just so evil about that. The, 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 this is what I think about these these different cases that listen to you guys. I think that the worst ones are the ones that the sort of the long standing damage that happens to these poor victims. And and that happens a lot with the sort of sexual abuse and with with the rape cases. There was that case that you guys uh, covered, which was about the guy who captured those three girls and had them for 10 years. Uh, Ariel Castro. Ariel Castro. Yeah, it got, I googled that guy as well. Gee, he, he, 
if he was walking down the street, you'd be like, there is something fishy about him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, Anna? 100% you would be. But this guy, to, to, to anyone who hasn't listened to the episode, he took three innocent women when they were 14, 12, and 8, or something like that. You guys know better. So what was the story of this one? Um, basically, yeah, it's exactly that. They were all friends of his daughters. He had his own kids. Um, so he would use that to lure these girls into As his car. And then he would just keep them in the basement and he kept them there for 10 years until they found, finally escaped. And when they went missing, he went to the vigils for them and joined the search parties and went to the services in their memories and they were all in his... Apparently that's basement. quite common Yeah, amongst serial killers. They, 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 they like to sort of relish in the, the, the grief of it all. Yeah, Absolutely. And it's hiding in plain sight as well. But again, um, is, it, is there an argument to suggest, so, okay, right, I, I hear you guys say that a lot, but is it more that because you're doing it, it's not relishing in it, it's more that you're, you're so scared about being caught that you want to be at the forefront of everything to make sure you understand all about the investigation because the anxiety that you'll be feeling of the unknown is so much worse than actually knowing everything. 100%. Like People case, insert themselves yeah. into investigations all the time. It's one of the reasons they got Ian Huntley was that he asked police when they were interviewing him how long DNA lasts, which is such a weird thing for someone with nothing to hide to ask a police officer when they're questioning them and they were like especially when you could just google it (laughs) (laughs) then they'll find your google searches and then they'll throw you in jail as well but no i think uh jamie that's a really good point and i do think that people insert themselves into investigations for various reasons i think it comes down to the psychology of that particular killer so someone like ariel castro if we were to say and you know i'm not a professional in this but uh you know say he was a psychopath Psychopaths are fearless in that they don't feel fear and anxiety. They score very, very low on the neurosis scale. So his feeling for it would be more about the power and the control rather than his fear. But if you had a killer that wasn't, it may very well be because he or she wants to alleviate some anxiety and know about where the investigation is headed. Uh, So it really comes down to the, the psychological makeup of that particular person. Oh my god, I am just literally obsessed. I love this. Right, we're going to have to stop there, guys. <laughs> France, we need the question of the week. Oh, I forgot about this bit. Make it a nice little murder one. Here we go. Um, a murder question. Forgot about it. Right. That means you haven't listened to our podcast in a while. So. How dare you? <laughs> unlike, unlike me, who has been uh, listening to you guys. <laughs> I listen to you guys at night. That like, like when Do I go really? to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing though, because I have some weird ass dreams <laughs> about, about murdering you guys. <laughs> 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 and I laughed, and just laughing it off. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Come on, Francis. Here we go. The question of the I'm week. Trying to find a murder question. Okay, All right. you can find one. All right, here we go. Here we go. He, he always does this. Francis always says, so he'll do this every single time. He'll go like, all right, here we go. Won't have anything in front of him, but it's like he's about to ask us, and there is nothing there. He'll do it again. Ready? Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, he told you. There we go. There it was. All right, here we go. doesn't have one. Well, this isn't a murder question, but uh, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, eggplants contain uh, what unusual chemical, which uh, make them addictive? Oh, um, I'm gonna. Addictive? I'll go with nicotine. <gasps> Gosh, he's smart. Okay, I'll go with um, some form of naturally occurring MSG because uh, that's yeah. delicious. That's the best bit. Gosh. <laughs> Gosh. Hey, Jamie. Jesus, I I will. Oh my God, I'm gonna go for. Oh no, uh, 
eggplant eggplant it must it must have i reckon it had eggplant it must have the cocoa leaf in it what something to do with the cocoa leaf what <laughs> what not the cocoa is it the cocoa plant that make that that, that you you have cocoa leaves that make cocaine isn't that right isn't yeah so what you're saying is that the eggplants contain cocoa leaves yeah 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 <laughs> Not even cocaine. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. The leaves. Just the leaf. It's just got that. Well, actually, Boy, they do they actually delicious. use eggplants um, as a as a means to smuggle cocaine. <laughs> okay, that's uh, oh. that's exactly it. There we go. So yeah. No, so but is that's it when not, you eat one of those. That's not the that question. That's not the answer to the question. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about I'm talking about naturally um, nat- natural fresh uh, eggplant. Yeah. W- whenever I give an answer, Francis, I give an answer, and Francis goes, ah, it's not that, is it? Like, well, what's the point of this? Because then I, I don't know why I give you an answer. I'm going to stick with mine. Go on, give, 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 give me another answer. Oh, my, okay, fine. I reckon it's uh, nicotine is a great one. That's a that's a really but because they just uh, look a bit brown don't um, they yeah i think do you know what i'm gonna i'm not gonna steal it i'm just gonna agree with (laughs) hannah i'm gonna (laughs) just gonna agree with you hannah so there we go great fantastic Uh, all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna find out in part two we're gonna stick around we're still with the ladies from the red handed podcast we'll see you in part two bye